Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. And this is Into the Strange. different uh as we've mentioned the last two weeks we're not talking about an actual story today we're just gonna um talk about some paranormal experiences that has happened in our own life so i'm gonna go first and i'm gonna talk about um an instance that happened at my mom's house like eight or nine years ago so um my room, if you've heard in the previous episode or episodes, um, was in the basement and I was the only one down there. Everybody else slept upstairs. And there were a couple of nights where I would hear like footsteps coming down the stairs and then I would see like a shadow of like a tall person I can't say male I can't say female because I'm not 100% sure but like it would stand like at my doorway and I don't know if I'm just like crazy I could be I don't know but to me it looked like a person and like it would just stand there it wouldn't do anything and then it would go away like I'd I'd like look away and then I like look back and it'd be gone I don't know crazy so was that your first paranormal that was my first like oh shit what is that moment i don't really know how you explain it but i don't know <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure i was young younger because i'm not exactly super young now but i don't know to me that was weird i don't i can't sit here and say it was paranormal but to me that was like, holy shit, what is that? I don't know. Okay, valid, valid, valid. So since you just kind of jumped right into it. Uh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I guess we can just go back a tad before your first story. Uh, both of us have been through, I mean, you would say quite a bit of paranormal experiences on our own before we met. And then things got a, things are even things got a little crazy and things are still from time to time a little crazy now where we live as a couple we've had quite a few paranormal experiences so i think though like with you like before we got together i think you've had more experiences than me because i've only had like one really which i'll talk about that later one really good like holy shit this is real type moment and i feel like you've had multiples of that well the reason why is because you've essentially your entire life have been a believer in the paranormal right well yeah of course yeah, always. and so have i but with me experiencing more than you i went looking for it that's the difference is yeah, i have no, experienced I, never, more. I never went looking for it I've and even now to this day with us you know we've been together for five years now we have a kid but even now, I don't go looking for it. It just happens. Okay, so you told your first experience, so now I'm going to tell mine. 
right? Let's go. So I don't remember the year, actually. Like, well, I, I didn't really remember the year no, of I, mine. I, I just remember I lived at my mom's. I remember I was young, and when I was younger, me and my half-sister used to go stay at my grandparents' house like every single weekend for the entire weekend we would go over there. And I would watch on, you know, back when, like, Friday nights into Saturday mornings on Travel Channel were, like, all of the ghost shows. That was, like, the only time of the week where the ghost shows would come on TV. It's Friday night going into Saturday morning. And I remember this was before Ghost Adventures. So that's how long this has been. Oh, so, you see, know I, I watched you know what? Ghost before Adventures. Before I get into it, but... I can give you a year. I can give you a year. Because I remember seeing uh, the ads for like when Ghost Adventures was going to start, air, like the, you know, the premiere of this or whatever. And I remember seeing that. So let me. The first time I watched Ghost Adventures was on a streaming service. And I just like binged. Okay, so this was this the first. I just Google it. The first episode of Ghost Adventures came out on October seventeenth, two thousand eight. Ooh. So the, it was it was in it had to have been in two thousand eight when this happened. So I was I would have been in eighth grade. I was a freshman, which I feel like is I feel like that's uh, I feel like it's a little old to be staying over at my grandma's house, but I mean whatever. My grandparents were more like parents to me anyway. But uh, so I remember. It was in the morning time, which is weird because, I mean, most people, the, the stereotype is people have paranormal experiences, like, at night. You know what I mean? No, but it's my, supposed to be 3 a.m. Yeah, you know, the witching hour. But my my first one happened in the morning. So my grandparents lived in an old house. And they they don't really, be, like, they didn't, but my grandpa passed away. But my grandma doesn't believe in paranormal stuff. And I remember I was watching my, you know, stupid ghost shows. I'm pretty sure I was watching Most Haunted. Have you ever seen that? Didn't we watch that? No, we, I want, I would like to, but I feel like, eh, I don't know. They're, they're weird. But Well, then probably not. So I was watching Most Haunted because that was what was on. And I remember I went, I got up to go into their kitchen to go get something and the way their house was set up is there's a living room, dining room connected the kitchens right off the dining room. And to get to the bedrooms, there's a little hallway where it's like a T shape and there's a wall. Like if you're going towards that hallway, there's a wall right there. Just, you know, you can picture it. And on that wall, I passed by and on that wall was like a silhouette and it almost looked like my own shadow, but it wasn't like moving as I was walking. Like I saw it out of the corner of my eye and then when I realized, like, oh, what the fuck? And I, like, looked over. It was it just, like, gone. It was gone. And it was not my own shadow. So that, like, that. Was it even, like, as tall as you? I think so, yeah. But it could not have been my own shadow because I wasn't facing that wall. So, like, it was, like, almost as if I was facing the wall. But I wasn't. I was walking past it. So it would have been my side view. But in my corner of my eye, it was a front view. Like, something standing. Like, someone was standing there watching me. Hmm. So like that spooked me out, and I remember telling my grandparents about it, and both of them were just kind of like, "You're watching too much TV, too many ghost shows." What all people say that don't believe in the paranormal, they're just like, "Oh, you've seen too many horror movies, or you've right. seen too many scary shows in your life." Like they just don't believe us. They right, think we're but crazy. I mean, it's it, I'm a firm believer in the whole uh, the whole thought process of like you know like trust your gut. And, like, to this day, 
my gut tells me that that was not my own shadow. Like I well, saw same something. thing in my mom's basement. I mean, as many people think I'm crazy, I know what I heard. Right. I know what I saw. Right. But I can't explain that to other people because if other people are not believers in the paranormal, they're just going to look at me like I'm a lunatic. You have to physically see it yourself in order to understand, you know, what exactly it is that you're looking at. Right. So what is your next story since we're just doing a back and forth thing? My next story, I don't like this one because this one is, to me, it is so scary. Um, so I won't go too much into it because it, it is a previous relationship before Zach and I were together. Um, so I won't go too far, but, um, it was really, really early in the morning. Like I know I mentioned that like 3 a.m. is usually when weird stuff happens because that is the witching hour and it is more common for stuff to happen around that time. I remember like looking something up about why it's 3 a.m. or whatever. Isn't it the mocking of the Trinity? That's for like evil stuff, but like 3 a.m. is supposed to be... Like in this, not superstition. I'm trying to, I can't think of the right word. I guess I could just say superstition is like the, the spirits are free to enter our world, I guess, after 3 a.m. or something like that. That's well, the, when do the they have to be back? Unquote, I don't know. This isn't Coco. I don't just know. Saying, I don't know. Is there a magical bridge that they cross and then they come back? Could I don't be, know. I don't know. Like a checkpoint? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Zach and I are doing like a foot peel and these things are moving and they're acting wild. But, um, anywho, so, uh, it was really, really early in the morning and the first thing that happened that I thought was really weird, and I know this doesn't typically happen, but like wall clocks, you know, like the circle wall clocks that are like really old fashioned on the walls. Um, so this one, it was like going like back and forth, like one click down on the bottom of the three and then it would go back up to the top and then go down and then it'd go up and it did it for a while. And I was just like, oh my God, is this clock like broken? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm, can I play something real quick? I guess. Can I, can I play something? Cause you know what this is reminding me of? What? It's not even funny. It's not even the same clock. That's that's what that reminded me of just now. Ridiculous. It's not I even just, the, I, that, it's not the even the same you said clock. clock. I was like, okay. Vecna. It's not even the same. If it, it was him though. It, it's well, crazy. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. I'd be dead in the upside down. Um, but no, so like that was happening and like I don't know if people are aware of this, but that doesn't typically happen with clocks. When they're broken, they typically just stop working in general. So, like, they don't move. So, that was really weird. And I, I pointed it out. And, and, I say, and you're the only, you were the only one that noticed it. I pointed it out. I did. I was like, hey, dude, look at the clock. Like, isn't that weird? And, like, they didn't seem to, like, really understand. And I was just like, all right, cool. I guess it's just me then. And then... um. I wanted to get something out of the kitchen, so I had to leave the room. And so I started walking towards, like, the door. 
and the handle of the door, there was a recliner in the corner of the room. And so when you like reached down and looked at the handle to open it, you can see like that corner. So it was one of those like polished door handles. Yeah. One of like the the round like circle ones. Was it brass? I don't know. It was like that goldish color. Yeah, brass. Yeah. Okay. So I I like looked down to like grab the handle and I like saw like a shadow like behind the recliner in the door handle. And like I kept turning around and looking and they were just like, what are you looking at? And I was like, you you don't see that? And again, I'm I'm crazy because I'm the only one who sees this. But I like looked at the door handle again to make sure I'm not like crazy. And I saw it again. So I, I turned around and looked at the chair and there was nothing there. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm crazy. Wasn't there more to that, though? I don't want to go into the rest of it. You have to go into the rest of it. But the, you said that you saw it again. I did. The, I did see it. That's I, what I want to hear. I did see it again. And it was like a year after all of that. Like, I didn't see it that day again after that. But what, what happened? Well. You don't have to go into what what this what it's about but you can say what you saw yeah no i don't want to go into what it's about but um so when i saw it again i didn't see it like personally i had a dream about it and when i woke up from my dream i could have sworn that it was there i was back at my mom's but i don't know Like, I know that, like, spirits can attach to you, but I don't know. If it attached to me, I didn't want to bring it with me. That wasn't my intention. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, hey, (laughs) let's be friends. Like me, because that's what I was doing for a long time. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be friends with a ghost unless it's a nice one, like Casper. He's a friendly ghost. Okay, so my next experience, once again, I can't give, I really can't give you a year on this this point. Ah, but uh, I was over at my dad's house. Ooh, I love this. This story. one, this one freaked me out. I love this. This story. one, this one genuinely freaked me out. So I was over at my dad's house. I was probably, I was probably, honestly, could have been in 2008, like around that. I was probably in seventh or eighth grade. And I remember it was, he fell asleep like on his recliner in the living room and I fell asleep on the couch also in the living room like we usually did when I would go visit him or whatever. And we had TV on and we, I remember I woke up. And it, I don't, I can't tell you what time because this was before I, I literally had, I think I had either just gotten a cell phone, it was, or it was right before I got a cell phone. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I didn't have a phone, didn't have a, like, it was just dark in the room. It was just the TV lighting up the room. And I remember in the living room faced the kitchen, and in the corner of the kitchen was like the entrance to the basement, but there was no door. It was just the stairs that go down. It kind of like, was one of those like you go up the stairs you curve and there's like a couple more little stairs Mm -hmm. to get into the kitchen type thing and i remember i woke up 
and you know waking up your vision's kind of blurry and you thought i thought i saw my dad standing in that like getting ready to go down in the basement for some reason and i remember i like blinked you know did the whole blink a couple times thing to clear my eyes out and i remember seeing this it was once again just this silhouette but it wasn't like a shadow that like faded you know what i mean like a shadow but this was like an actual like black form like it was solid black you couldn't see through it and i remember sitting up really fast when i saw it and my dad apparently had been awake too we must have woken up around the same time which is very weird too maybe you guys felt like an energy watching or us something. or something but and so you guys both well, woke my up. dad my dad didn't say anything to me but he just like leapt off of the chair and started like running towards the and like when he jumped up, the shadow thing, it like went almost like it ran down the stairs. Like he knew, like it's like the shadow knew he was getting ready to get chased after. And my dad was freaking out because I know my stepsisters at that time were a couple years older, or one of them was a couple years older than me. And she at that point was being a rebellious teenager and had a really bad issue with like sneaking out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was her. Either that or like maybe like a boy. Yeah, and he thought, you know, he had just woken up too and he thought it was somebody trying to sneak in or sneak out and he's like, fuck no. But I remember him running and he, I like, I heard, I didn't hear any other footsteps besides his go down into the basement and then like a couple minutes later he came back upstairs and I remember he made sure the, the outside door was locked because it was right there. We never heard the door open or shut. Nothing. Like it, it had already been locked. And I remember he came upstairs and my stepmom, like all of the commotion of him running around, woke her up and she came out and like all the lights got turned on, like what the fuck is going on type thing. And I remember my dad asking me, like, did you see that? And I told him like, yeah, 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 yeah. And like he literally had no idea. Like he went and checked on both of my, all all three of my sisters. He went and checked on every, and everybody was asleep. Like, and I remember that scared the shit out of me because like we both ex- essentially saw the same thing at the exact same time. And I don't even think he really and slept. And you watched it move. Yeah, I don't even think he really slept that night because I remember it was, it had to have been way early in the morning. Like pa- it had to have been past midnight. And he, he sat up, like I was wide awake at that point and I was watching TV again. And I remember he sat back down in that recliner and was wa- like, he was still watching TV like he I don't think he even slept that night at all. Maybe his like brain was trying to like comprehend figure out what, what the hell that was. What he had just saw and just, like that, trying to figure out like okay, what could this be? Like and I remember the next day cuz that was a Friday night and I remember that Saturday morning cuz he's into the ghost stuff like we are and we were watching our we were watching our shows and uh like our ghost shows or whatever. And we were just talking about the, like what we experienced and stuff. And he was telling me that like that house he lived in at that point. And you know what house that is. Cause it's over by the car wash that I've showed you a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was st- like, he hadn't lived there for very long. And that was one of the only, that was like one of the first times I had been in that house. And he was saying that like from the jump, they were hearing things, seeing things like their dog, their dog, Sadie, was like acting all weird at night and would freak out about it. Like, you know, do the whole, like if a dog is seeing a ghost, like we've all seen on a million one movies and stuff. And it's all I, I do is stand there and stare at it. And I don't like know. Like growl. I thought honestly, before that point, I thought me seeing what I saw at my grandma's freaked me out with that. Li- like I that scared me to my core 
seeing that. Especially, like you said, it's literally seeing it move. It didn't just, like, poof, disappear. It literally, like, I saw you it. You watched it, was, it run. Yeah, it essentially, <laughs> like, what scared me so much is it wasn't, like, standing in the kitchen. It was almost, like, not peeking around the corner, but it was one of those, like, half around the corner things. Like, it was, like, more than pe. It was, like, looking instead of peeking, you can say. You know what I mean? And then seeing it, like, whoop, around the corner. Like, I literally thought somebody was in that house. And I'm sure your dad did, too. That's why, yeah, that's why he got to be. Like, I've never seen my dad, like, my, my dad is a very stoic man. That's the way to describe it. I, I, he wasn't scared, but I can tell that that rattled him for sure. I would be scared shit. I might for be the sure. person that's like, okay, I see that, but there's no way in hell I'm moving. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I'm yeah. just like frozen yeah, in I, this I spot. Think, I believe I'm just going to like stare well, at it. I believe some some stuff was going on in that house because I he didn't live there for very much longer after that. He only lived in that house for maybe six months. And then well, moved. maybe something happened after that happened with you. Because they moved to where they live now after that. I love your dad's house now. Well. <laughs> so I've only gotta... been there one time in five years, but it is beautiful. Yeah. You got another one? Uh, The next one that I have. Because we're saving the ones that we've experienced as a couple for last. Well, the next one isn't really like my own independent. The next one is when you took me to purgatory. Oh, see, see, I have to talk about purgatory because... I feel like only people from that area and people from where we are know what purgatory is. So we live in northern Indiana, uh, about a half an hour from where we're at now in Michigan. I can't tell you exactly what town it's in because it's kind of out in the boonies. But there is a road that I was hearing about all throughout high school called Purgatory Road. And it's literally like the street sign says Purgatory Road. It's, it's very scary. It's literally in the middle of the woods. But there's people that live back yeah, there. Yeah, there's a couple like, houses You drive past, I want to say maybe like... Three, four houses. Yeah, like there's no more houses. than five houses. It's crazy that people live back there. But it's... I mean, you could Google it. It's really interesting. There's a... And it's kind of confirmed that there's some ruins back there that was one of Al Capone's old hideouts from back in the day. And, like, the foundation and stuff is still – and, like, the boat dock, like, you know, all that stuff is still there because it's all concrete. But the house itself is not there. And I remember hearing all about it through high school. And, like, when everybody first started driving, people like my friends and stuff who were creeps like I am would go up there, you know, at night or whatever. And the stories were – like, I, you know, the typical stories of, like, you go there in the middle of the night, park in the middle of the road. It's not even a, it's a dirt road. It's only one lane. Like you. That's what makes it scarier. There's only one way in, one way out. And there's, like, nothing around you except yeah, for, woods, like, trees woods, and... Deep woods. But you go ruins. up there. You go up there at night and you, you put your car in park and you, you turn your headlights off just like all the other urban legends. And you don't feel your car move. That's not the story like all the other places is when you, when you turn your lights on, either you wait a couple minutes and you like, you know, get out and like apparently you'll see handprints all over your car, like all over your car. 
but you won't see or hear or feel. No one's going to, you know, it's not like the kids pushing the bus across the tracks like all those other weird stories. That's, see, that's not a story that I'm familiar with. There's, there's only, there's only one story that I'm familiar with and I can't tell you where it takes place because I don't know, but it's. We're, we're not talking about purgatory, are we? No. Okay. I don't think it's purgatory. It's like a hill and like, uh, you like park your car at like the bottom of the hill or whatever. And your car goes up. Yeah, like yeah. your your car goes up the hill. I think I don't know place. where it's at, but I know it was a really popular story, like when I was in high school, which isn't very yeah far I, away from when you were in high school, and everybody used to talk about it. And I never wanted to go there because I never I didn't want to do it by myself. It's, I I know what you're I don't know exactly where it's somewhere in Indiana. It's in a cemetery though. I remember that part. I do know the school bus story though because you yeah, told that, me that that's, one. Oh, there's so many of those stories though. And I think there's another one too, but I can't quite remember what that one is. There's there's so many. I don't even know. But with that, like I remember wanting to go, but I never had the nerve to actually do it because I just I don't like the fact of being in the woods and I know from all my friends that went you don't get any phone service up there at all. Like you're literally out in the middle of nowhere. So if your car breaks down or so you you're on your own. Yeah, and depending on how far up you went on that road, you've got a pretty hefty yeah, walk back to you are on your to, own. Uh, actual people. Oh, yeah. So, so it's a pretty long road and it takes you pretty far into those woods. So if you mm-hmm. turn around when you're already like miles into the woods. In there, it's going to take you a long time oh, to yeah. get out. So what you want to you want well, we, I got to finish purgatory. I got I got off topic, sorry. But with purgatory, I remember like I never wanted to go and I've been a lot like, I finally decided it was after I graduated, me and my group of friends I used to hang out with and people I was in bands with and, you know, stuff like that. We used to be trying to go ghost hunting and stuff, and that was the place I kept remembering, and we finally found it. So do you want to tell your, before I go into purgatory myself? Uh, Yeah, Even sure. Even though I was there with you, but still. <laughs> uh, So, like, purgatory for me, I really didn't see anything here. Um, and this was the we first went during the day. Yeah, this was the first time that I'd ever been here. Like I'd heard about it, but I'd never actually seen it. So I didn't quite know like what we were getting into. So like we drove out there and like you were telling me like all the things that have happened here. And like we drove past the ruins of, you know, Al Capone's place and everything. And like I seen it now. I'm not going to say that I'm like a medium or I'm like in touch with like spiritual things because I'm not. But I do have moments that happen periodically and I, I can't quite tell you when they're going to happen because I don't know. It just depends on when the situation comes up. And I guess this was one of them because we drove past um, one of these spots and I told you I got a really like weird feeling of like a girl out here that had gone through some very traumatic things and ended up losing her life out there and I could like feel that energy and it got to the point to where it was so hard for me to keep going that we actually had to leave we didn't even get out of the car yeah we didn't even get out of the car but I had to leave because I couldn't deal with it anymore it was very um like depressing and uh like a a lot of heavy yeah a lot of really not so great uh 
feelings, emotions, whatever. It was just a lot to take in. And it, it just, I couldn't do it anymore. So I was just like, okay, we got to go. We got to get out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't like how I'm feeling right now. Like, it, we just got to go. And ever since then, we have never been back. Mm -mm. And I know we did that, like, shortly after we got together. So it's been years mm -hmm. since we've been there. And I just, I don't want to go back after that. I just, I can't do it. It's right. weird for me. The experience that you had, though, I at Purgatory, one of them, I know for a fact, is very scary. I have a couple experiences. So, I mean, we're, we're going back and forth. So I'll, I'll you know, we'll kind of. The rest of them can kind of be you for right now, because the, the rest of my stories, since I don't have as many as you, are the ones that take place where we live now. Mm. Okay, so when I first went to Purgatory with my group of friends, it was it it was fall, it was probably November. It was after Halloween. I know that because it was pretty cold, and there was a yeah. It had it was closer to December because I remember from I I wish I still had the picture because I would post it, but I fucking don't have it anymore. Uh, I went to Purgatory. There was a little bit of snow on the ground, and I went to Purgatory. It was not necessarily. It was like we. It took us about a half an hour, forty minutes to get there. Because it was the first time we, it took us a while to find it because it's literally in the middle of nowhere. And we found it, started going down the road. And we were, I remember that night it was dark out already and we were messing around. I had the, I had aux control in the car at that point because I had the best tasted music. And I remember I was like messing with my friends and I got on like YouTube and was playing scary music over the speakers in the car. Like as we were creeping along and I made everybody roll their windows down and stuff. And that was, you know, that was funny, jokey, ha, ha, ha. And we found this clearing that we could, it was like, because that's hunting land up there, like hunters go up there. And there's sides on the side of the road and different things you can take to park your car. So, because it's a one lane dirt road, so you're not blocking other cars. And we found one, parked in it, got out. We're kind of walking around, talking shit, like, you know, like we do. And I remember I picked up this stick and I was messing around with it, like hitting trees or whatever, just kind of like walking around, not really do, we weren't really going into the woods. It was mostly, we found this little trail we were going down and we weren't going to go super far and turn around so we don't get lost. And I was talking about how I, I thought it would be cool if we found, if these woods contained uh, what I've seen them named as a devil circle. It's where the, the clear, it's like a perfect circle in certain woods where trees don't grow. Ooh, I've heard of that. You heard of that? Stuff? Haven't we seen I call, that on some of our like yeah, spooky shows on yeah, TV? Yeah, I call them devil circles. But That's what they're called. I was joking around saying like, oh, we should try it. We should come back and see if there's one around here. I mean, there's no way we would find it without an aerial thing. But uh, yeah, we were walking. I was talking, telling them, my friends about that, like how like, Apparently, you know, only spooky like that only happens when like spooky shits around or you know just hyping them up, getting them scared. And we had our phones out, no service, but we all had the flashlights on. And I remember I was ahead of everybody going back to the car, and one of my friends kind of like did a "Hey, have you touched your leg lately?" And I was just kind of like, "Well, that's a weird question, but no." And they took a picture of the back of like the back of my almost by where your knee bends on the back side of your leg mm -hmm. was a perfect handprint. Like it almost like if it would be like if I put my hand in some dirt, some like dust and like 
like you know tap my leg with it and like let go like chalk dust but you would have to I like hadn't done that though really like touch yeah. your hand and like yeah. not yeah and the hand i like, put my hand up to it, it. Anything. well i put my hand up to it and the handprint was bigger than my hand and obviously none of my friends had touched my hand because i would know if they touched my leg if anything touches your leg you'd know you'd feel, feel it, it. Though. i didn't feel it though and like the picture it you could tell because it kind of like the handprint was on my leg, but it kind of smeared down a little bit as if like something grabbed, tried to grab my leg and I you know, kept walking and like pulled it away. But I never felt anything. And I remember after was that. Was the handprint like if you're looking at the like from you from the back, was it like a regular handprint or was it like upside down? It on The way I describe it is if it was somebody who was trying to like slap my butt, like walking past. So me. it was sideways. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like from the ground. But I like I remember they showed me that picture and it was one of those like collective like, oh, OK, we got to go. And we kind of hastily moved our way to the car, got in the car and then we left. And I remember we didn't go back for maybe it was like a month we went back. And the second time we went back wasn't any like honestly nothing happened. Like we went back and we because we were originally looking for the Capone place to see if it was legit and we found that and it was really cool to like kind of it was in the dark so it was spooky at night but we had like that time we came prepared like we had flashlights like a couple of us had like we had weapons on us because i know that area up there has been known for some like meth heads to be running around in the woods which Which is is why i told you i think something happened with that girl which is honestly i was there and that's what i felt yeah honestly to me i always said that that's scarier than a ghost is seeing some like meth head running around but yeah even if it's a person who's like stuck in the woods out there i mean you don't know how long they've been out there Right, right, They could be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I remember we found that, and it was nothing super... I mean, like, we just heard typical wood noises and got freaked out and left. That's that's essentially what happened. But we waited... Honestly, we waited until... Because that was in December we went. Because, you know, we went in early November or whatever. Our dog is snoring. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) But we went went in, you know, December. And then we waited until the spring because we didn't want to get the car stuck in the snow because they don't plow over there because it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's almost not like... Not very pe- many people go down well, that road, so like, why well, do they need to plow the, it? Well, that means the people who live there must not leave during the winter. They must stock up and stay hidden for all winter because they do not plow at all through there. So we waited until springtime, <clears throat> and I was doing more research, and apparently there was this... You can find it on YouTube if you search like Purgatory, Michigan or whatever. There's a video of a couple other guys who who, who found it, but it's not there anymore because I know the story. But there used to be a house pretty close to the Capone ruins. And there used to be a house up there that like the owners just abandoned, like left all of their stuff in there. Like literally just like it looked like they just got up and left. And it had been sitting up there for years. Yeah, but it's it's gone now. Yeah, and some meth heads. It was like some meth head people like burned it down or whatever. And like, yeah, they it, were probably on meth and was like, yeah, eh, yeah, yeah. But in the, in the videos, I mean, you could tell it was vandalized. It was just trashed in there. It was probably like I know when abandoned houses or whatever happen like people just go in there and they like trash the place right. like they but, do spray paint on the walls and yeah i wanted to all that like when i found that out i was like oh we should check out and see if we could find like the 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 ruins for that place you know like it, if it's that close we already know where it's at essentially so we were doing all that and 
I don't know. We just went up there. It was it was nighttime again, of course, because the only time I ever went during the day was literally the time I took you. Every other time was at night, like one, two o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, see, fuck that. I'm like, not going out there yeah, at night. But this time, I remember we got up there and we were kind of walking around and we didn't see anything. So we were guessing maybe that the that house that got burned down didn't really have a foundation. Maybe it didn't, maybe it didn't have a basement or something because we didn't find anything. So we went and we're kind of hanging out at the Capone place again. And I remember we all had flashlights. Like I said, we all had weapons and stuff just in case because it was warmer outside. And I remember hearing like, it wasn't me that heard it first. It was, I don't remember who it was. It was one of my friends, obviously, but they started hearing like if somebody was walking around in the woods and like, if you step on like a like leaves branch and stuff, or like somebody, like with somebody walking. And I was just kind of like, well, I mean, in my mind, you know, I kind of whispered, like we all went quiet, shut the lights off. Like, oh shit. Like, hopefully this isn't, you know, we immediately thought maybe it was some like authority like DNR person, you know, the person they have a flashlight though. Maybe. I don't, I mean, I don't know. We didn't see anything. So they could have been in some thick brush or something. So I was just kind of like whispering to them. Like, I mean, it's not hunting season. So that's not a hunter. You know what I mean? And I like, we didn't turn the lights on for a minute and we just kind of stayed still. And what freaked us out? We I remember that night we literally we ran because we were pretty close to the car already. We ran to the car, like jumped in the car, took off, like peeled out down the dirt road out of there, because we started hearing multiple sets of footsteps walking around the woods, like not super close to us, but near enough where you can hear it. And then it almost sounded like running, like if people yeah, see no, yeah, it that. sounded like if people were running through the woods and it started to get the see as I'm talking about this right now, I'm getting chills. But I remember we started hearing that and we were like, OK, we got to fucking go like there's people out here and we started to feel like they were getting closer to us. Like, that's what it felt like. You know, you know that so feeling? like the noises were getting closer yeah, or you almost, just like it, it got start, a feeling like, OK, it, it they're definitely feel, not far away. Well, it started to feel and we would hear like at certain points, it almost sounded like the footsteps running. We're like running maybe like 10, 15 feet away from us, but we couldn't see anything because it was so we had our flashlights off. So like we and obviously it's dark because you guys oh, went yeah, there at night. Oh, yeah, it was black out there. And we like literally i remember i think i don't remember well, only one of us turned their light on and we were like yeah let's fucking go and we got like we jumped in and got out of there and i hadn't gone back until i took you there like that that was the last time i went to purgatory with it because i was like no i'm not messing around with that stuff like nope can't do it nope no 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 i'm shocked you haven't brought up what you saw at that cemetery that's in oh, downtown. Yeah. yeah, that was. That wasn't with me, but no. you told me about it. And the cemetery that you See, that saw it at. Me. That, that I honestly. That's just, not even very far oh, away from where we live. That, that's only mm, maybe what? Half a mile. Like five minutes. Not even maybe half a mile. Well, me. I'm sorry. I just that think it's a, a really tr- it's that, a really interesting story, and I feel like since we're talking about personal experiences, <coughs> that should be one that the people who listen to our podcast should know about. I thought that I don't know. I was just hooked on purgatory, so I was. Now I'm on this shit. So well, don't don't traumatize yourself. This was before purgatory. 
Like the, I, this was before we any of us went. And this should have been the thing that told you and your crazy friends to stop. To like, okay, this is serious. Let's so not have, do ghost hunting anymore. I have three experiences here, actually. At the, the same cemetery? No, at three different cemeteries. Oh, I was so going to say, before, I only know about the one. Before we got into the purgatory stuff, we had a couple more people in our friend group that would be like kind of pretend ghost hunters with us, essentially. And I we went to this... I'll just start out. We used to go... go like try to We would sneak into cemeteries at night because, you know, most cemeteries, they don't allow you in there at night. Isn't there like a person who no, like walks around? I mean, no, they don't walk around. Usually they every once in a while the police will kind of go through there and shine their spotlight and make sure kids aren't in there smoking weed and doing whatever. But I remember we went to this cemetery and oh, man, how, we went to this cemetery. It was the first time we had gone to a cemetery to ghost hunt. And we were just sitting in the car, just kind of hanging out. And I was just kind of like, okay. What's the point of being here at a cemetery at night if we're not going to get out of the car? And it I was, wouldn't get out of the and, cemetery. You know, honestly, this happened to be the same cemetery that my grandpa is buried in. The grandpa on my dad's side. So I was close with him, but not as close. You, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to go too personal with it. But he was he's buried in this cemetery, and I knew that, and my friends didn't know that. But we didn't go near his tombstone or nothing. You know, we, we just got out and we were walking and we didn't go too far from the car because, you know, obviously I didn't want to get in trouble or get kicked out or whatever, you know, being mindful. And we didn't have any flashlights or anything because it was pretty bright outside from the moon. And we didn't really hear anything, didn't see anything. You know, it's a, a cemetery at night, so it's inherently creepy. And I was trying, we were, so a couple of my friends kept tripping over tombstones like the ones that are in the ground that kind of stick up a little bit, the flat ones. Oh, yeah. They, they usually use to... those for what? Like the military people? No, the military have the white ones. But, the, you know, like the square rectangle ones. Not all of them ones. are white. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. The smaller ones. And, like, we weren't trying. Obviously, we know not to step on people's tombstones. So, like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, we got to stop. Like, we were literally falling over because we couldn't see that. You know, it was bright out, but not that bright out. And... I pulled my phone out because I was the only one that had the common sense to put my phone in my pocket. And I pulled my phone out and tried to turn my flashlight on my phone on and it wouldn't turn on. Like it wouldn't. Ooh, like the spirits took your phone. Yeah, energy. like my light would not turn on <laughs> at all. And I remember I like pushed it, you know, a couple times. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And I'm just like, well, shit. So I started using the phone brightness just as a screen as my as our flashlight. To kind of, and once I did that, we were walking a couple feet, and all of a sudden, I don't think I've ever told you this story. No, because you're looking at me like, whoa! But all of I a only know the one. All of a sudden, my flashlight on my phone started like strobing, because you know that it was facing my face at that point, because I was using the screen as a flashlight. So yeah, like so it see, was almost like I got flashed. Like the spirit stole your energy like it, from but your phone. I, well, my friends were like, "Oh, you pushed the button. You know, maybe your phone's being." So I literally told like I only pushed it twice, but it flashed like a hundred times at least. Like it would not stop flashing because when I realized, I was like, "Shit, you know, somebody's gonna see this or whatever." And I went to put my phone in my pocket, and it was still flashing like that in my pocket, and then it just stopped. So then we were like, "Okay, yeah, let's go. This is weird." So we left. Cut to maybe like a week later, like literally a week later. We didn't go back to that cemetery because we didn't experience anything. 
and we went to this other cemetery that I drove you through, not at night during the day. The one going. Who is it? The one going towards Bonnyville? Yes. Okay. Even though you just pretty much said where we live. No, I didn't. That's true. But. <laughs> Bonnyville's not that close to us. That's true. It's like 30 minutes away. <laughs> but there's this creepy ass cemetery that you have to drive through this weird, creepy road to get to. And we were. It's just, kind of a small cemetery yeah, too, because really it's like like you drive down you to like get old. into it, and it's just like a circle. You can tell it's old. It is very old. And we we uh were just cruising around one Saturday night, like we weren't even planning on doing anything like that, and we found it, and we were like, oh shit, you know, it was just creepy. So we well, drove. When you drive down the road, you yeah. don't even know there's a cemetery there because right. you have to like drive down a hill to even like get in there so from the main road you can't even see it right but we we ended up going in there just to see like what would happen type thing and we were parked in the car we didn't get out of this one because we were like okay this is you know whatever <gasps> oh i remember this and one and we got out like we didn't get out like i was i was just being i don't know we were just sitting in the car hanging out or whatever and one of my friends he, I was sitting in the back seat on the passenger side, and one of my friends was sitting in the front seat on the passenger side. So right in front of me, we had all the windows rolled down, the car shut off, you know, no lights on or whatever, just hanging out, see what what we could hear, if any weird shit. And one of my friends, like, kind of did a, one of those, like, you know, what is that? Like, re- like really urgently. And we were just kind of like, wait, what? And I looked over where he was pointing and in the dark, you could see what looked like it. Like I'm, this sounds crazy, but I I saw it, and there was only one person in that car that did not see it, and there was about five of us. And I noticed it, and it uh, it looked like a person from way pretty far away in the dark. Like you can tell it's not just a black silhouette. You can make out like a person wearing normal clothes. And it looked like a person was like full on, like sprinting towards our car. And it was one of those like double takes, like, what the fuck? And I was thought they were just playing jokes with us. Like, what the hell? And then the dude sitting next to me saw it too. And the only person that like the two, cause it was, you know, three people were sitting in the back seat. So it was crammed. The dude sitting next to me saw it. And then the one on the pa- the driver's side on the left saw it too. The only person that didn't see that was the driver. And we Which were like, is so weird because no, he's yeah, in the front of the car. I know, but we saw it and it, like, it literally looked like a person was full on running towards our car, but he wasn't really getting any closer. That That's what was the thing. It was like, it was almost like they like had to have been, if it was a real person, let's say if it was a real person, they would have followed us down the road to get into the cemetery. We were at the very end of the cemetery and they started running from the very beginning. And they had to dodge a bunch of tombstones to get to us. So, like, it was taking them a long time to get to the car if this was an actual human being. But it could not have been. because. So, are we talking, like, running in slow motion? No, like, they were hauling ass. And that's what freaked us the fuck out. Because we were like, oh, no, 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 no. Even though there's five of us and one of him, we were like, no, 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 no. Like, we yeah, but were, you don't know if that well, was, it, if it was a real person. Oh, you don't know if they have, like, any weapons oh, I know. or but, um, if they're just on drugs. So, yeah, we, like, we thought that it was a, a, we thought it was a real person. 
So we were like telling our buddy that who's like, dude, fucking drive because he had the car shut off and everything. And he was like, no, I don't see anything. You guys are just trying to scare me. And we were like screaming at him, like fucking drive this fucking car. And he finally listened to us and like took off down the road. And I know it was not a real person because you would think if it was a real person there, that cemetery is in a circle. So we would have had to pass by where they were running towards us to get they, if it was a real person, they would have turned and redirected themselves towards our car. And once we started driving, there was nobody there. Also, if it's a real person, it's almost like a deer in a headlight. Yeah. Like, if you shine your headlights on them, you would be able to see them. It, there was nothing there at all. And like I remember for a long for a couple years after that, like we would kind of bring it up from time to time, just in casual conversation, and that friend in particular never believed that story because he never saw it. He was the only one out of all five of us that never saw that. So my I'll end on before we get into our couple experiences. I'll end on the probably like, I mean, like literally I didn't forget about it, but I pushed this out of my brain because of how traumatic this experience was for me and like all of my friends. Like we, I don't think I've ever talked about it with my friends. I mean, I don't really talk to them anymore, but like literally I don't think I could physically talk about it with the people I was there with without freaking out a little bit because they all saw it too. There's only one part of this that they didn't see that I saw, but they all saw it too. And this was the cemetery that Katie's talking about. That's like maybe a half a mile from where we live. Yeah. It's not very far out. And it's an old cemetery. Yeah. It's old. Really, really we, old. We went there. You can even tell just by driving by it. Because it was, I remember it just was. Just by looking at it, it's really old on right. the outside. It was, it was four of us. And it was in the middle of summertime. So, you know, in the summertime in Indiana, it stays humid all night long. And we, <laughs> we didn't go in the front entrance because the front entrance is actually on a main road. And it, the people across the street, like, they monitor, like, who goes in and out because there's, it's not in a necessarily great part of the town where the cemetery is. It's so, in downtown. And downtown anywhere, no yeah. matter where you live, is, like, always really scary. Yeah. It, <laughs> So we, it was like crazy late at night, you know, we were bored or whatever, just hanging out and our, our friend that we were hanging out with, we were hanging out at his house and he didn't, he didn't, he doesn't live. I don't know if he still lives there, but he didn't at that point didn't live too far from this cemetery. And he had been in there at night before and didn't really, you know, he was just kind of like, oh, cemetery, cool. And he knew a way, a side way in like a hidden, like hop the fence type thing. That no one would notice you because we you pretty much enter from the reverse like the end of the cemetery where it's just dark, and we did that you know hopped a fence or whatever just kind of walking around. We didn't have any flashlights on because we knew the people around there monitored that place, and we didn't want you know they're not going to yell at us that they called the cops, and we don't want to get in trouble for trespassing or whatever you know. And we were just walking around, and we started feeling like somebody was watching us. Like, that's kind of the vibe we were getting in this cemetery. I mean, I'm sure you've gotten that feeling before. Oh, I get that feeling all the time. So we started feeling... I don't even have to be in a cemetery. Yeah, yeah, it was all all four of us. And that was what kind of was like, oh, shit, red flag. We all kind of felt it at the same time. And we passed, but it literally sounds like it's out of a movie, but I swear to you that this happened. 
so we passed by this group of tombstones that were pretty tall ones, you know, like the polished ones. Mm -hmm. Like you can see reflections and light bounces off of them and stuff. And I was at the end of the line of all four of us because we were staying on the little trail, like the little concrete road that's through there. In that cemetery, it's brick, though, because that's how old it is. And, you know, my friend went by. We saw I saw his, you know, just paying attention to my environment because that's what I do. Like I saw his kind of from the moonlight, his shadow shine on the tombstone. Friend in behind him shines on the tombstone. Friend in front of me shines on the tombstone. And then when I walk past it, you know, my shadow shines on the tombstone. But as I'm kind of watching, like I kind of glanced over at that to like look at that tombstone, just kind of read what, because I could see it. When I pass by, a fifth shadow, like if somebody was, a fifth person was in our group, like I saw their shadow pass by the tombstone. Like they were walking right behind me. We didn't hear anything. See, I just saw it. And I remember I stopped and was like, what the fuck? And like, I told them about it and they were just, you know, they didn't really believe me, whatever, whatever. And then right after they said that, you know, those, uh, those water things that you, the, the, the groundskeepers use, they like, there's spigots that stick out of the ground in the cemeteries. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, they literally, you can turn water on, but they're all, like all over the place in cemeteries. So they don't have to bring a whole water truck. Are you talking about sprinklers? Yeah. They, they can hook sprinklers up to, but if you just turn it on, this water comes pouring out of it, like sure. on the side of your house. They yeah. have they have those in cemeteries. I don't know. Well, they I have don't the... walk around cemeteries. <laughs> well, like I said, my only gra- time you'll my catch me in a cemetery, cemetery is if I'm there because of funeral purposes. Well, my grandpa used to take me to cemeteries and just walk. I around don't just the go day, so. to cemeteries. I'm not you and your friends from high school. Yeah, but so like the like right after I told them about what I had just seen, they didn't believe me, so we kind of walked a couple more feet, and there was one of those spigots near us, like, you know, not just right close to it, but pretty close, and that turned on. Like, you could hear the thing twist, like the squeak of it twisting, and then water started pouring out all over the ground. So immediately, you know, in my realistic, like, I'm a skeptic, but to an extent. So my skeptical side came on. I was like, fuck, you know, maybe there's like a homeless dude or something in here, like taking a bath. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. And like we found we we pulled our phones out, turned the lights on. We found the one that was turned on and there's nobody there. Like we didn't hear anybody run off. No one, you know, no weird shit. So we walked up and turned it off and we were like, okay, yeah, it might be time to go. And then my buddy who's been there before was kind of like, okay, well, you know, let's let's make our way to the front of the cemetery and then we'll circle back around and we'll come back and we'll hop the fence and go home. So we were just like, OK, whatever. Let's make it quick because we were freaked out at that point. And, I would be too. Shit. And we made our way. Oh, we made our way to the, you know, like the main pathway to get in and out that cars can drive on and like the hearses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And from a, we were a, lo- a far distance away, but we know what we saw. Because we did not make it to the front of that fucking cemetery. So there's a tree and it's still there. There's a tree with a branch that is like perfectly across the the pathway. Like it's almost like that tree was made to do that. And it's a thick ass branch. And we, um, god damn it. We got to the main, see this is fucking me up. We made it to the the main path and we were just kind of walking, walking, walking. And we made it about probably halfway to the front. 
so maybe the front of the cemetery is four or five hundred feet away. Just a, you know, it's a pretty long distance, but we can still see because there's streetlights right outside of the entrance because it's literally on a main road and silhouetted. I shit you not silhouetted into that. Like I, we saw the silhouette. It literally looked like somebody was hanging from that branch in that tree, like hang, like they hung themselves. Like we saw the rope, the silhouette of this, like a rope. And we saw like a body just like hanging there, like swinging back and forth, like slowly, like they had been there a long time. Nope. And I, when we saw that, we literally like ran. Like, I don't think I've ever ran faster in my entire life. And I, I will never return to that cemetery for any reason at all. Ever, ever, ever again. Never again. Like literally me telling you that, like, I'm literally like free. I'm freaked out now because that, Gen- like we literally thought somebody had killed themselves in that cemetery while we were there. Like th- we didn't see color. It was just a silhouette from far away, but like literally thought like we were on the news things the next day, like, you know, hope, you know, like, not really hoping, but like maybe like, Oh, a body was found or some shit like that. And I remember telling like an explanation to what you guys saw. Yeah. And I remember telling, uh, I think it was, yeah, because I, I still lived with my grandma. I, that was when I lived with my grandparents. And I went home because I was barely ever home at that summer. And I went home because I had, like, literally that fucked me up for, like, a week. We all didn't talk about it. Nothing Like, to this day, we have not spoken about it to each other. And I was telling my grandma about it because she noticed a change. You know what I mean? I was not acting normal. And it freaked me out even more because she remember she's lived in, in, she's lived where we're at, you know, in Indiana for... I think since like the sixties long time, a long time. And she was telling me like, she doesn't know for sure, but she remembers because she lived pretty close to that center. She remember hearing some story about somebody, somebody a long time ago doing that, like hanging themselves from that tree, like committing suicide from that tree in that cemetery. And, like, I kept bugging her, like, are you doing, you know, are you just telling me this to freak me out or what? And, like, she literally was telling me, like, no, because of how, like, messed up I was. Like, why would she traumatize me even more? You know what I mean? Just to get a good laugh about it. And I literally, after that, I won't, I would not talk about it. Like, you're probably the only person that I've actually, like, besides my grandma, have actually opened up and told this story to. Well. Because it messed me up that I much. I know your, your other grandma isn't a believer in like anything but when her uh late husband your grandpa passed away she's made my grandma my mom's side or dad's side dad's side Mm. how like uh when he passed away she like used to feel like him sitting in bed and stuff sitting on the bed smelling his like cologne well my my grandma my mom's side who i lived with she said the same thing that she would feel like somebody would sit on you know the the side of the bed or whatever, and like even my mom to this day from from time to time will tell me that she like has woken up recently in the middle of the night and like seen my grandpa like in her room and stuff like that. But yeah, I just I remember that story, or not that that see I I, I compartmentalized it and I just say it's that story, but it, that shit happened. I wouldn't be talking about this on this show if it didn't happen. Like it's that, just scary. That fucked me up. 
like for sure. So, I mean, really, that is the end of my own personal paranormal stuff. So you want to get into our paranormal experiences? Uh, most, we've been through a lot. Yeah, most of ours have taken place in our house. Um, we have cameras in our house. Um, not like for security purposes so, I mean, or do you anything. Want to start at the very beginning. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about some of like the. Well, it just didn't. This didn't. Well, remember though, it's you. We got this. Didn't start. It didn't start right away. Yeah, well, it didn't start here either. Yeah, no, it started, it started at our at, other it house. It started at our old house. So, and that wasn't even with us. That was with our oh, dog. Oh, you know what? Actually, the, before, I just remembered, again, because I like to, all this freaky shit, I, I don't like talking about it. So after a while, I forget about it until it comes up again. Uh, I guess that's what you can say trauma is. But... Remember, I told you about that one when I first moved into that house. Ooh, yeah. And I would get off of work. And go take your little nap. I would take a nap, and it was always on the couch in the living room, kind of like I do here. Because I, if I take a nap in bed, I'm not going to get up. Like, I'm going to stay asleep. This is very true. I'm, I will literally sleep the rest of the day and the rest of the night away. I have up. had to come into this room and be like, hey, it's time to wake up. <laughs> so I, this is before we got together pretty close to before we it was pretty close to us getting together too is i got home from work. this it scared the shit out of me i got i it's funny thinking about it but it scared me at that point and like i said i just trauma has fucked me up throughout the years so i'm just like god damn it. all this is not real to me but i know it's real so i got home from work took a nap and i had been asleep for a couple hours and I just, I don't know if it was a dream, but I shit you not, it sounded like, like, not somebody came in through the front door, but if somebody had jeans, I, this is how well I remember this, and I can describe it, is if somebody had jeans, work boots, and you know those brown Carhartt big coats, like the duck fib fibers, the duck fabric, that's what they call it, that real thick brown stuff. Yeah. Where you're like you you're walking and you can hear it like scraping. <laughs> and like same thing with jeans when you hear it. It sounded like somebody was in our in my house and was like they ran towards me on the couch because I heard those noises. Like our dog just got down. But I heard those noises like like somebody running across the room towards me and I jolted myself awake. And I was like, oh my, I think I literally, I, I'm glad I didn't have to go to the bathroom because I probably would have pissed my pants. Like that scared the shit out of me. But that was, that was the last thing before we got together. And yeah. then, and then you got with me and then we lived in that same house for a, like six months, about six, seven months, it was like six months after we got together and we moved. But I, I mean, really, the only thing we experienced, the only it started when we got together, our own couples, paranormal guy, I guess, paranormal spirits, our dogs. We noticed like we didn't really hear anything. I mean, did you hear anything while we lived there? No. No, like we never, neither one of us heard or I saw. Never anything. Heard anything. Never I never heard anything. I never saw anything. I never felt. Yeah. We never felt anything. But our dogs would. It was mostly just our boy. Yeah, our boy, our 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 big man over here. He's a baby. He would, 
be i had videos of it i don't know where they're at now i think i still have them somewhere but he would he was a pup back then and he would be like you know just hanging out with us while we're watching tv or whatever and all of a sudden he would kind of pop up and he wouldn't bark at anything but he would do that kind of you know like that that slow little quiet growl that dogs do when they hear something yeah they do that quick like little yeah he would start to do that and then it would be at nothing it'd be at the wall or it'd be at like Uh, the corner it was like at the wall he would stand like where like our bar was Mm -hmm. and would like face like the corner part walking Mm -hmm. into the kitchen right and he would just like stand there and like freeze and then he would start um growling i used to have a video of it on my phone but since we've like gone through so many phones in five years i don't think i have the video anymore but um he like stood there in like a frozen pose and was growling he did those little quick like noises Mm -hmm. and um like we kept trying to like get his attention in the video and he would not pay any attention to us he wouldn't look at us he wouldn't like move at all he was like in a trance just looking at one specific part in our kitchen and it was just like what is he looking at he would would (laughs) like he would lock on as if somebody was you know like when somebody comes to the door and if your dogs bark when they come to the door Mm -hmm. and they will not go away until they like sniff that person that's how he was, but not towards the door. It'd be towards the wall or towards the corner of the wall. He would not stop. Like, he never full-on barked. It was always like a growl, huffy, puffy type thing. The, and then after a while... He only he did be, it a couple of times, I know, though. but I remember... And af- then we moved shortly after. Yeah, we moved shortly after that. And it wasn't immediate when we moved in here, either. No, it was a while. It was a while. Because when we moved in here... We found out we were pregnant like a month like, later. Yeah, like a month or two later. So this was, I mean, our daughter's going to be three. Mm-hmm. So this was literally three years ago yep. that this all started. And I always swore because I know, I wouldn't say it's a like a, a paranormal experience because I don't want to label it as that. But when we first got together, I when my grandpa passed away, who was like the only father figure I had in my life, he left me his car and he didn't really take care of like his vehicles throughout the years. He was one of those guys like he would just run him into the ground and then just trade it in and buy a new one. And I took it over as my first car cause I didn't get my license till late and I you know, had to clean it out. I had to do a lot of work to it, like detailed it on the, cause it was pretty nasty on the inside. And every once in a while, it would only be when I was alone in the car. I would get his like aftershave smell. And I knew like I was like, okay, like I've cleaned this car inside and out on multiple occasions now, changed the cabin air filter, done you done all of this. I know that's not me. And I know that's not me, because I you know I don't smell like an old guy. But like I would smell that from time to time. And I never had any issue with it. So I always used to say for years because he passed away in 2015 and we got together in 2018 mm-hmm. so i used to say like you know from the get-go that he was around me he would follow me around you know he was i don't want to say guardian angel but he you know he was like watching over me because i would like feel it i would feel yeah i would feel it i would like i would literally feel that presence of like yeah something's here with me and 
So we found out we were pregnant and that's when you started kind of feeling that too. Cause I remember you telling me one of the first ones was I would, you know, you were pregnant and like, you know, I, whatever I would come in or you'd be in the shower or whatever. The first experience that I had when we moved in here is I was in the shower. I was about. You were pretty pregnant. I was like halfway, maybe a little over halfway um, in my pregnancy. So I'm like, what, five, five, six months. Um, and I remember I was in the shower and I, I just I sensed that I wasn't in the bathroom by myself. And I wasn't in there with you. No. And I just I, I would always get this feeling that somebody I'm was moving. Oh, God. Yeah, my feet are like on fire. Um, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to ignore it, but my feet are literally burning. I just had to move in my chair. Um, I'm sure everybody just heard it too. That's cool. So like I would get this feeling of like maybe like you walked into the bathroom right. or something like if you had to go to the bathroom or something, but like the door wouldn't open. And usually if somebody walks into the bathroom when you're in the shower, you'll Obviously. hear the door open. Obviously. And I mean, unless you're like totally zoned out when you're taking a shower, you might not hear it. But the door never opened. But I, I would get this feeling that I just wasn't in there by myself. And this would happen pretty much like my like my like it was like at least half of my pregnancy is I would always feel like there was somebody there with me. Like, and it would like always, making well, and sure thing, that like I'm okay, yeah, and the I remember, baby's okay. Like I, it's that's I, the vibe I got. It was never, it was never a bad vibe. It was always right. I felt like I was being protected, taken care of. Well, I, I felt it when I was sleeping. I was gonna say that I remember you telling me that it would only you would only feel that when I wasn't around. Yeah, like it would. Only, it would off, only be when I was here by myself yeah, if i was off doing something or you know out in the garage doing something or whatever i was doing and i wasn't directly with you you would feel that presence of like somebody's with you watching over you but like i said like it wasn't bad and i i never felt like i was unsafe and that's why i always said like it's probably my grandpa it's probably my grandpa you know it's probably my grandpa so we started that like, you started experiencing that and i never really noticed anything weird like, I would feel that presence of, like, you know, oh, something's here. But, I mean, I was one of the – I had other priorities, obviously, with a newborn to deal with. So, like, I would push all that weird vibes I would get, like, out. And I'm trying to remember back from when my first – my first – I remember now. My first experiences were the bed. Because I remember when I would moved. I would tell you about it all the time. And I would always tell you, like, you you're crazy. You I don't, don't know what it. you're you talking feel, about. I know. So I would be laying on my side of the bed, and it would feel like somebody, like, nudged the edge of the bed. Like, you know, kind of like one of those, like, if you not kick it, but, like, nudge it with your leg. Like, hey, wake up. It'd be like that. It It'd be, be like if your mattress, like, moves. Yeah. And you, like, nudge it to, like, move it back. Yes. One of your, those. Like, with, like, your knee or whatever, you know, how lazy people do like us. But... I would I would feel that and it would be every single night and it wouldn't wake me up. It would be when I'm trying to go to sleep. And I would never You would never feel this. it. But and I would literally Sometimes be awake. I'd be awake when it happened. I know. I and would I'd be like, I, don't know I would literally about. be awake when it would happen to me. And it used to freak me the hell out. And it, after a while I honestly just ignored it. 
And I think it still happens sometimes because I think even just a couple weeks ago, I asked you, like, hey, do you feel that? And I still, to this day, have never felt these movements. So, like, that was my first paranormal, I guess, experience here. But once again, I always felt like it was my grandpa. Well, we tried that trick with the coin, where like you you take a piece of paper and you put um, like quarters or coins or whatever. We did quarters, and like you take a marker and you draw like the outline to see if they move of the coin, and you leave the coin there, and then like you leave it overnight. And when you wake up in the morning, if the coin is moved out of that circle, and you know for a fact that you did not do it. Then there's a spirit of some sort that moved that coin. Right. But when we did it, nothing ever happened. Yes. And we did three coins mm-hmm. and none of them moved. Well, I, you started feeling that stuff in the shower or whatever. And then I started feeling the bed kind of shake on my side only. And then I, I know our, our dog, our boy, he would start, he started doing the same shit where he would like bark. And it's the kitchen. It was always the kitchen. He would always, and even now to this day, he, he just still did does it last it. week. He just did it last week. He does he would, it in the kitchen. He's the ki- done it in the, hallway, in the hallway. In the hallway. And I remember at that point, we had just gotten a camera. Like, that was our first camera. And we only had one at the time. And we had it set up in the living room. And we started getting videos. You know, I had the motion detect, like the alerts off at night. So my phone wasn't blowing up from our dogs being dumb at night. <laughs> Even though they're not that dumb. They just anymore, could never decide if they want to be anymore, on the couch or off. <laughs> they, remember, they used to play in the middle of the night like cats. But <laughs> but I, I remember I would turn the notifications off. So my phone was like dinging all night. And you were on it was we had, it was right around the time our daughter was born. So you were on maternity leave. So I had to get up and go to work because, mm-hmm. of course, People don't take into consideration that fathers need a paternity leave too, assholes. Work gave you one. I had three days. <laughs> and then I took my own vacation time. But well, I needed help. I had a C-section. Oh, I couldn't do that by myself. Oh, I know. But what I'm saying is, is we had that set up in the living room. And it was like on, you know, towards the ceiling, like a normal security camera would be mounted. And we started getting, I would check the videos just to see what's going on. You would check them like every Every morning. Every day I'd be at work or whatever and I'd be on break and just like scrolling through whatever motion we got that night. And I would start seeing these videos like orbs. And I'm not really a believer in like the whole spirit orb thing. I mean, it it could be, I mean, I don't want to say never, but I don't know. I don't really, I don't buy into that a whole lot. But we started getting these like weird orbs floating across our living room and stuff and it'd be weird too it, like know, it would be, be more shapes. than one it would be like literally like some it would like a like some i remember one of them looked like a like if you took like a beaded necklace and cut it until where it's just a long string yeah like it had like beads on it like and it would be like whoop like across the camera and i always thought like oh maybe it's a bug and then i would go back and watch it i'm like there's no way it's a fucking bug like because there's no bugs in our house like you know, we never saw anything flying around. So we would get that and I would tell you about it. And, you know, we were, I mean, obviously our attention is fully on our newborn. So we would just push that to the side. And we kept saying that, like, ugh. we kept saying that, um, you know, if, oh, if it gets worse, then we're going to have to do some, like, sage and, like, get it out of here because we don't want that around our daughter. 
you know, this, you know, we don't want it to get worse. We don't want it to get worse. And I remember the, the soon after that, the first video that we caught was the, where you can see not a, it's not a human shape. I know you remember this, but it's like some sort of mist go across our living room and our boy looks up at it from the yes, couch and if and you, he follows it with yes, his head. If you watch him in the video, he's, it's almost like if one of us were walking and he's like watching, watching us, us while walk we walked, he turns his head yes. just like he would be watching one of us walk but it wasn't us and this isn't like the first thing that happens either because the other video that's like this is uh are you talking about the hallway one yeah like that was after that like it comes out of our room no we'll get into that that was that was after that the first one was yes the first one was the the thing where apollo saw it yeah yeah and then and then I, after that it's yep, the hallway the hallway one and it it looks that's a full person yeah it is it's a full person and it's about my height and i'm only five foot that's a full part so that cannot be my and, my grandpa because my grandpa was six foot five yeah no i'm i'm only five foot and it, it looks because that was it looks like me, me. Okay, but it's not like no joke. It looks like me, and it's really early in the morning. And it like on the camera, it like walks out of our room fast, very very quickly, um, down the hallway, and then like you don't see it anymore. Well, in the video, you don't see like you don't see the hallway. No, you, see you the, just see the opening to our just just door. The, yeah, it's the camera we had was only facing the living room, really. But you can see just enough of the outline of the hallway to like see just enough into the hallway to where obviously if somebody passes in the hallway, the camera's going to pick it up. And it was like, it was, I think it was around three o'clock in the morning ish. It was a little after three when we caught I that. just remember that when you checked the camera, you like came up to me later in the day and you were like, did was you wake you? up in the middle of the night? And yeah. I was like, mm, no, no. Cause I like you know I you do that sometimes you sh- you well yeah if I have to like go to the bathroom or Ed was a newborn well she was in the room with us <laughs> yeah but I'm saying like if I needed to go get like a bottle or something you would I okay, would tell hold on. you hold on I would leave the room and you you asked me like is this you and I'm like no that's that's not me and I remember you showed me the video and I was just like what the fuck well I showed you and asked you about it because. It, of how quick it moved down the hallway. It looked, looked like somebody was running, like that split second, like, whoo. It's pass. almost like since we had a newborn, it would be like if I heard something and I like quickly got up and was like, oh my God. Yeah. But, but she it was wasn't, it wasn't me. Because she was in the bassinet. And she was asleep. Mm-hmm. So like it, at this point, I think she was just now was starting old. to uh, sleep through the night. It yep. wasn't every night, but there would be nights where she would sleep through the night. And so it it when you showed me the video, I was like, that is not me. Mm-hmm. Like as much as that looks like me, yep. that is not and me. And that was our moment for the first time where we were like, okay, we got to do something about this. Because it honestly, was weird. Like, we didn't really, we just, I remember we just kind of, I'm pretty, I, if I remember right from back then, we just kind of said like, yo, like out loud randomly, like when our daughter was taking a nap, like, yo, like you got to go. One of those, like, you can't be here. Like, even if it's my grandpa, like, you, you can't be here. And then we put a cross up. Just we, in case you it was did. something bad. Because that freaked us out. That video you freaked did. us out. I know uh, you did holy water that was around later. the house. That was way later, though. Yeah, but still, I'm just talking about the, the things that we've done to the house. We put a cross up. 
We, you did holy water crosses above every single door and window. And window. Um, we've done a whole bunch of sage. We've, you have like these, uh, little things that you burn and you like walk around the house. I don't know if it's sage. I think it's something it's else. It's, it smells horrible. But you like walk around the whole house and go through and like do it. And there's been a lot of things that we've done. And yet like we still get things from time to time. But, you know, we caught that video. And then the, the next video after that was her car seat. I know I'm jumping back now. Remember her when her car seat, that video I showed you? No. Where her handle moved on her car seat? I don't remember. Okay, well, you see, it was, I mean, it was a long time ago, and it wasn't really a necessarily a holy shit. I mean, it kind of was, but we got home from grocery shopping, and our daughter was still, you know, a newborn, so she was in the rear-facing seat still. So we would pull the seat out of the car and, you know, carry her in the seat like normal people do. And we brought her upstairs and got her out. And if I'm remembering correctly, you took her to go change her. And I like her seat was sitting on. I put her seat from the floor to our countertop in our kitchen. And our camera was still in the living room at this point. And, you know, you know, the handle folds down. Mm-hmm. But you ha have to click the buttons you have to, to get it the to buttons move. To move it. That's the only it locks in place. And her handle was up. Like it, like we had just been, I lifted it up off the floor by the handle. And in the video, you see it move down a notch and you hear it click and everything. But we're not, but in we're the not in the room. room. And I remember I, I, I showed you that, like it was that night when I realized that and I showed you that. And that was the point where I said, screw it. I'm going to catch what's going on in this house for sure. And I moved the camera to the hallway. If you don't remember that. I do remember that. Because that was where all of our experience was. Because you were saying that you started to feel things. Like if you'd go to the bathroom, the back bedroom we have, we weren't using it at the time. And you would feel like you didn't walk, you didn't like, what you, I remember you telling me is you didn't like walking past that bedroom at night. Because mm -mm. it freaked you out. Yep. And I started feeling the same thing. I don't know if that was maybe just us being paranoid and whatever. I would always have to turn the hallway light on if I was going to the so, bathroom because yeah. I, I couldn't walk past that room. It was very freaky to me. I never got a good vibe out of that room. And it's just, I remember I told you about it. And but then I think you... the room itself, because I mean, it's our daughter's room now. Well, I think it was yeah. just, I think it was just, we had already experienced some really weird well, stuff. Well, we used to hear noises from her closet, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like some of it is some of the room stuff that we were freaked out about was just I think it was just us freaking ourselves out. You know what I mean? Just a creepy But we have that. had some moments yeah. even with our daughter now that she's in her own room and you know, we've had moments where like she's woken up in the middle of the night like screaming bloody murder and you know, I have a baby monitor in our room now. So when she does that, I'm able to hear her in the middle of the night and I'll get up and go and see. But I mean, other than that, like it hasn't been super crazy. Right. But I moved the camera to the hallway and on it, like literally I moved the camera to the hallway and I remember that night because I left that camera in the hallway for a while. Oh yeah. And it was that, there for a long time. Yeah, that night. Like that's when we, instead of hearing things in the hallway, we would start hearing stuff in the living room. So like moved and eventually I gave up on it. And it's I, almost like it knew, it knew like yeah. that we moved the camera. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, 
you have it in the living room. I'm going to go make noise yep. over here. And, and then, then you move it then, to the hallway. I'm going to go make noise out here. Yep. And I remember I got, I got fed up with it and I put the cameras like, you know what, whatever, let's just ignore it. Because I've always heard like if you just ignore it, it'll go away. Well, yeah, because they're not getting a rise out of you. Exactly. And I, uh, I uh, moved the camera back out in the living room because I couldn't really see the living room. And that's the whole point of having it and security. I moved the camera out there and we just started ignoring it. And honestly, activity shut down for a long time. Yeah. Like we didn't feel or hear anything. And then our daughter got old enough to go into her own room. And I, that was when I staged the house for the first time to make sure that, you know, it's nothing bad. Because I was reading at that point that sage cleanses the evil spirits and keeps the... If there's anything good, then it's not going to do anything. So I was doing all that stuff. And, you know, we still didn't really experience anything, see anything or whatever. And that was around the time where our daughter you know, was walking more, you know, verbal with stuff. And she would... I remember remember when she used to look at the corners and the mm-hmm. walls? She, she would used lo- to look up. She would look up like she's looking at somebody tall. And mm-hmm. that's when I would say, like, yep, that's my grandpa. Like, that, ha- that by how high she's looking up from the floor, that has to be him. Like, there's no – because she would look up and smile and everything. And, you know, it's just weird stuff like that would happen. We would hear things. But see, like, stuff like that, that's not that's scary. Not the big deal. No, it's not the big deal. The one it's thing, just weird because we never like felt anything. We never heard anything. We never saw anything. It'd be her, but she would. Yeah, and we and, would just see it in her face. Right, and then I, you know, things were just kind of chill like that for a while, and then she would start. And I still think I know the answer to this. She would start what you were saying. Her waking up in the middle of the night, like crying and stuff, and you can tell she was spooked by something. Is I still believe that it's my grandpa because you have, you know, I mean, if you think about it, a little baby, even now she's, you know, a toddler, she's not very tall. And my grandpa was six foot five. So could you imagine, you know, you wake up out of a deep sleep and you see essentially to her, it's a giant standing in your room. It's a person she doesn't know. Ex- yeah, exactly. He was already passed away exactly. when she was born. Yeah, exactly. She's looking at this complete and total yeah, stranger so and she anybody. does not know who he that, is. I mean, that would literally scare anybody. So like I still think that that's part of it and I, I you know, I mean, like I've saged the house and stuff and I've done that multiple times now. But the one thing that I will say, I mean, before we end it cuz we're getting we're rounding out here. Because, I mean, really, honestly, lately, nothing's really happened. Not really. The one thing that does happen to me, though, and you've heard it, too, because it has happened to you, is the voices. Yeah. Like, you, hear... you have literally told me, like, did you say something? And I'm like, what? I'll, well, I'll hear things from, like, our room or, like, the hallway or something. Like, I'll hear voices. Like, literally, like, I'll hear your voice. Well, this just happened to me. Uh, when when was this? Like like a week ago. Remember, I I texted you. You were not home. You were at work, and I texted oh, about you the camera? about the camera because our camera, you're able to talk through yeah, it. Yeah, we got new. Cam- we have a camera. We have cameras all over now. Yeah. Um, you're able to talk through it, and I could have sworn that when I was doing laundry one day that I heard you on the living room camera say, hey. And I didn't. 
And I texted you because it's so weird. So I like our our daughter heard it too. And she looked up at the camera because she knows now that she's getting older, she knows that like that's where it comes from. Yep. And she looked up at the camera. And I remember I like looked at the camera and I was like, did you say something? Right. And I know, like, I mean, I've heard this. Well, I didn't tell you about that. I you did didn't say- You didn't respond back to me. So I, I texted you and I was like, hey, did you just say something over the camera? And you were like, no. Well, I, I, like, I did some digging weird. that day when I went on break at work. And, you know, because I've read the stories about, like, people getting their cameras hacked into. Yeah, I heard that, too. You know what I mean? Like, weird people, like, like freaks and shit. Like, kids' cameras and yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, hopefully that didn't happen. And I, like, our cameras, like, we're set up with uh, two-factor authentication on our cameras. Which, I mean, if that literally means, like, the only way that somebody could do that with our security system is... They obviously have to have the password, which you could hack into, but they also have to get the verification code that gets emailed to my phone directly and my phone only. So they would have to get all of my email information to get that and the pa- all of the camera security information too. Well, and they're, they're that not di- going to do all well, that. Yeah, that didn't happen. Because I looked into it, like our stuff is totally secure. It was just so weird. Yeah, it I, well, literally sounded just like I know, and your that's, voice. And I'm glad you experienced that because and it was not you. I know because I've heard, you know, I've heard our daughter, you know, like she's been in the room when you've been at work at night. She's been in the living room with me watching her movies or whatever, and I've heard her voice come from somewhere else in the house. And then like I've, it's mainly you. Like yeah, he- you've heard my voice multiple times. I would hear your voice. And it's not me. And the messed up thing is, is I am here. I'm not like at work or anything. I am home. Right. And that's what freaks me but out. But it's makes not me, me. And that's what sometimes makes me think that there's something else that's here. And that's why I sage and I did the holy water thing because I don't want anything bad to be here. But but I mean, we we haven't really experienced lately, anything no. that's like bad. It's just been. Us just hearing weird. what sounds like us, but it's it's not. And it's just, it's just weird noises we'll hear, you know, uh, stuff like that from time to time. We did anyway. we did hear while, noises was... back a couple months ago. Remember when you would hear stuff in our kitchen drawer and it would sound like yes. somebody was getting in our drawers? I and picked like, that up on camera because I had a moving the uh, like the silverware in the drawer. Yeah, because before I got before we got our new security system, our old one, we had the camera. I moved it from the living room into our kitchen, which faces our living room. Because I would hear it, and I'm like, okay, what the hell is that? So I, I kept moving this shit all over the house. and Because we were really trying to figure yeah, this out. Because we, we would night. hear it on camera, every but night. we could never see it. Yeah, every night it would sound like one of our, our like silverware drawer opened. Or it, like it wasn't even open. It'd be like something was moving our silverware in the drawer. And it freaked me the hell out. And I it, remember it, I investigated one of the sounds. Because one of the sounds, it sounded like somebody, our dog kennels, the the plastic tray that's at the bottom of it remember it would move and it would make a noise and we could never figure out the sound and i remember i like was trying to like think of things that could like recreate that sound and and i found it and And it's not literally no it's not our dogs because they only go in their kennels when we're not home 
um, just so they don't like get into anything that they're not supposed to. And I remember I got down on my hands and knees and I was like moving stuff around and I moved the bottom of the dog kennel and like it made the same exact noise because you got on the camera when I did it mm-hmm. and it sounded exactly the same. Yep. And I was just like, there's no way that the dogs could have done that. There's no way that anybody could have done that because the gapping for the dog kennel isn't even very big. So you would have to like physically get down that low and like mess with that at dog level to do that. And it's, I don't know. It was, it was so weird, but it's never happened since then. Right. Once we discovered that noise, it stopped. Yeah. It's just weird little noise. And even the kitchen drawer that we don't hear that anymore either, but that was a thing that we heard like pretty, it was like every night for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's been a couple times where, you know, but, but like when I, yeah, and you know what, honestly, what made me get to the point to where I started doing the sage and the holy water and stuff, and I've only done it twice. And that seemed to have worked the second time. Because after I the mean, second time. I mean, now when we do sage, we just do it do just it to, to do it. Do but it. the second time with the holy water and stuff, we haven't really experienced anything since. Like we still hear weird little noises from time to time, but I mean, it's that's whatever. But what got me to that point was when I saw, when I thought, in my mind, I didn't see it with my own eyes, but remember I told you, it's every once in a while, you know, you get a bad storm, you know, your little kids want to sleep with you. So we had, it was before we got our bigger bed, there wasn't enough room in our bed to have three people in it. So our daughter one night got freaked out about whatever storm that was going on. And remember I told you about this? It was a really bad thunderstorm that night. And she, when she would do that, we would bring her in our room, you know, she would sleep with mom and I would go out and sleep on the couch in the living room. And that was when I would, it would just feel odd out there, like just creepy at night. It was before we did any sage, any holy water. And I remember what my breaking point was like, okay, I'm done with this was when I told you, like, I didn't feel comfortable with closing my eyes and not looking at the kitchen. Like I couldn't see, like I didn't feel comfortable essentially going to sleep out there. Because, like, when I would close my eyes, I would, in my mind, for some reason, I would picture our kitchen and in my, in like, literally with my, in my own mind's imagination, I guess you can say, is it would be like, I would see somebody standing watching me from the kitchen. I didn't even talk about what happened to me in the kitchen. Remember the the water bottle? The water bottle? Yeah. But. (laughs) I'll talk about that in a minute. I, yeah, because we're going to have to end here soon. But I would that would that's what I would picture is like every time I close my eyes, there would be it would be I would literally see somebody watching me like not even a it would be like a shadow person, essentially, just watching me from the kitchen. So I it took me a while, like a couple hours to fall asleep out there. But eventually I honestly just was like, OK, I'm fucking tired. I'm going to sleep. And then after that, I said that out loud, it just stopped. Like I shut my eyes and I was comfortable again. Like I didn't feel like somebody was watching me. Nothing. So it was weird. It's just weird. Uh, back to it was around. But you're getting ready to say that was around the same time I would. I saw that. Yeah, in my head anyway. This has never happened since. But I just thought this was really weird because of how it happened. Because there's no way that it could have happened like this. It's just not possible. So. I used to put water bottles on top of our refrigerator, and. I had a water bottle up there and I don't remember what I was doing. I was 
close to the fridge, but not like right next to it. And the water bottle fell forward. Like when you open the door, like it, it fell that way, but then it came sideways and it hit me in the shoulder. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like somebody like knocked it towards you. Yeah. Like somebody like picked it up, pulled it like they were pulling it off of the top of the fridge and then like threw it at me. Mm, Yeah. I remember you telling me about that because you asked if I caught it on camera and I didn't. Yeah, which is so weird because at that point it was our camera was facing the kitchen. There would right. have been no Middle way the day, that you would not yeah. have been able to catch that, and it it was not on camera anywhere. And I told you about it, and you were just like, "That's weird." And I was like, "It really happened." Yeah, I, and yeah, like I ever remember. since then, I I do not put anything on top <laughs> of the fridge. I refuse. There is nothing up there. Um, I just. That was weird to me. That's never happened to me before, literally any time in my life. And it it just caught me off guard because I wasn't even doing anything that would have me even be anywhere close to the fridge. So I know like I didn't bump it right, and make was, it fall. When that happened to you, like that was what I was just talking about, the seeing that thing or whatever in my mind. I guess you could just say in my mind, but I could have swore if I would have opened my eyes, it would have been standing there. And like that happened a couple with me, that happened like a couple days after that water bottle incident with you. It was but, just weird. Yeah, like really, I would say the last. I mean, God, probably. It, I think I saged and did the holy water stuff. Maybe. What What do you want to say? Six months ago. At least, maybe, yeah, yeah, about six months ago, and we haven't really experienced anything crazy since. So. I mean, I'm hoping, you know. I mean, either whatever is here is just, I mean, we've lived here. We've lived here for so long. I hope it's my grandpa. And like, I think that's what we hear from time to time is like what noises we do here. We feel a presence here. It's never bad. Maybe he's just. Maybe he just pops in. Stopping in to be like, how's my family doing? Which is fine. That's perfectly fine with me. I don't have any issues with that. But like other than that, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been crazy. We haven't heard any weird noises. Like anything that's like, oh, what the fuck was that? But I mean, it's just been pretty calm here. I don't know if it's because we've done all the sage. We've done the holy water. We've done the crosses. I don't know if it's any of that. Um, but I mean, it's just been pretty calm. I don't know if it's, we've been here for so long. We've lived here for a really long time. So maybe if there was something that, you know, it it was bad. It got sick of not being able to actually I was going to say, maybe it just, well, these people obviously are not, you know, listening to me or anything like that. So they just got bored with us and they just stopped messing with us. Right. But yeah, I mean, other it's, than that, I don't that's, know. That I think that's a perfect culmination of all of our paranormal experiences. We've definitely We've had been through a lot, some crazy ones. I will say you have gone through a lot more. But then again, you have mentioned in the past, I am a very sheltered person. I haven't necessarily like done any gone of the stupid things. That you have done, um, you had a lot more freedom growing up, so therefore you were able to do all of these things with your friends, and I never got that opportunity, so I didn't go looking for it. Obviously, you guys did, and you found some things, and in some places, you didn't. 
Okay, so I mean, I would I, I would say that that's about it. I guess I I will say before we go that uh, I put out the announcement I guess for my new show, and I I changed it without telling Katie about it. Yeah, and I just kind of noticed it one day, but it it makes sense she the agreed. way that it is right now. She she agreed. So uh, last week when I was talking about my new show that I'm coming out with called Dark Stories, I said it was going to be a true crime podcast that talks about the stuff you don't want to talk about. So, I mean, I was just thinking about it a little bit more. I thought it was a good idea at the time. Uh, I, I, just, I came to the conclusion that there's just so many true crime podcasts out there now oh god there's like a million that i mean what more could like what original could i how much what i'm trying to say is how much originality could if that's even a word it is if i could how much originality i can't even talk now how much originality could i bring to that with you know without talking about the same cases that literally everybody talks about so I was at work, you know, listening to whatever I was listening to, and I listened to a couple podcasts about, you know, like just scary stories. They're like creepy pastas, you know, stuff like that. And I just kind of clicked. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm really interested in that shit. And honestly, a lot of them, like, if you listen to them in the dark, you what you get spooked, like genuinely. You know, we watch the creepy well, videos. Like our our boys that we love, you know. I don't know Shane's last name. I forget. But Ryan Begara, um, he he does that. Yeah. They just started it, and he tells Shane like a scary story, and then they like talk about it at yeah. the end, like "Were you scared?" type thing. Yeah, and I mean that's not that show in particular, but. You know, I just I've I, listened to yeah, it. Yeah, I've listened to it too. I just some of the stories are actually like really good, and they're creepy, and that's that's where I'm into. And you know, we already have this show where we talk about true crime, unexplained, parent, anything weird, strange. And I just kind of was like, okay, well, I mean, dark stories. The you know the word stories to me is oh, let's tell a spooky story. So that's where I'm at now. So every other week, I'm gonna be telling a scary story slash creepypasta that spooks me that I find on the internet. And I'm, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's other shows out there that it's been told on, but to me, I think it would be more fun to talk about that instead of some horrific serial killer. I mean, especially when we talk kind of like that on, on here. this. Right. Cause I mean, there could be, a why week, should we have two podcasts right, that about the same talk thing, about the same exact thing? So, I mean, I'll insert, I'll actually, I was planning on inserting that I released the trailer for it already. So I'm just going to insert it into this show probably at the end of this. But other than that, I mean, do you want to, you, you want to end on anything? You got anything you need to say? Do you want to tell them about what the next episode is going to be about since we already talked about it today? I would love to. So, Um, We decided for next week we are going to talk about the Slender Man. Um, I don't know how many people are familiar with that. but Everybody. It is is a video game, I think. It didn't start as a game, though. I know it didn't start as a game, but I I know it it, it is one. We're going to get into the origins of Slender Man, and we, towards the end of it, we're going to touch on, because you can't, I mean, sadly, you can't talk about Slender Man without talking about the, the true crime side of what that involves, but the Slender Man stabbing. 
So we're going to talk about that next week. So do you want to end? You want to end it? Yep. So again, thank you for hanging out with us. Sorry if it was super long, but we've we've gone through a lot and it's kind of nice sometimes to share that experience and I'm sure many other people have experienced things and if you have feel free DM us on Instagram and let us know. Next week will be a normal episode. Yes, next week <laughs> it's will be It's not going to be all over the place ranting like this yes, one. Yes. Next week will be a normal episode. It'll be more laid out and more formal and you won't hear us ranting about crazy things. Mm-hmm. But anywho, have a good night and we'll see you next week. the feeling of someone or some thing watching you that moment of fear that crawls up your spine when you realize you're not alone when you should be that bump in the night you're too terrified to go check on that feeling of fear after reading a terrifying tale in the dark on a late night well prepare to experience all of those feelings and then some with dark stories a horror podcast dedicated to reading the most horrifying tales the world has to offer. Suspend all disbelief because anything is possible. Tune in every other Wednesday at 3 a.m. Eastern Time for a new fear to be unlocked. And remember, when you wake up in the middle of the night suddenly without any reason, it's almost always your body telling you something is watching you. Sleep tight.